Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Hey, Angela Moss of Willingham. Hey, Chowler. Child, I got to check your address because I sent you something and it came back. Take back what the devil stole from me. Hey, Kai. Good morning, good morning. Hey, Rashawn. Hey, Nia Nicole. Good morning, good morning. I think you texted. I don't know if I transposed something. I'm going to send you a picture. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you. Faithful, faithful, faithful is If you are in Little Rock, Arkansas, November the 10th, I am going to be the speaker at a Women's Day service at Mount Pleasant Ministries. You do not have to be a woman to attend this. You don't have to be a member of their church. Uh, we dropped the flyer on Facebook. You can get the information off there. I would love, 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 love to be able to worship with you that morning. And that's a Sunday morning service. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you. Good morning, Carol King. Hey, Keila. Hey, Teresa Skinner. Good morning, y'all. Good morning, Instagram. The devil stole from me. Today, recover it all. Hey, Cassandra. I told you I wish I was a choir director sometimes. Good morning, good morning. Welcome, 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 welcome. Thank you. Thank you for sharing the video. Thank you for putting it in someone's inbox on your timeline. I so appreciate you. Well, and God appreciates you. Jesus, Jesus is our God. I'm reaching... The devil stole from me. I'm reaching. God promised me. Take back what the devil stole from me. I'm reaching the harvest. God promised me. Take back what the devil stole from me. 
I'm reaching the harvest God promised me. Take that. Yeah, come on. Take back what the devil stole from me. I'm reaching. The devil stole from me. I'm reaching the harvest God promised me. Take back what the devil stole from me. I'm reaching. That should be your testimony today. I'm reaching the harvest God promised me. Taking back everything that the enemy stole from me. I'm reaching it. Ain't nothing going to keep me from it. That's a harvest in my finances. That's a harvest in my relationships. That's my purpose. I'm going to walk into everything God called me to walk into in Jesus' name. You got to talk back to the enemy. You got to become bold. You got to become sober. You got to become vigilant in the word of God. You got to talk trash to him sometimes. He talks trash to you. So I talk trash back to him, but my trash to him looks a little bit different. My trash to him says the words Jesus. My trash to him says the words Jesus. He's not kind to me, so I'm not going to be gentle on the enemy coming all up in my house and taking advantage of all this other stuff and all this up man i'm not getting ready to do that i'm gonna talk trash and mine always ends in the name of jesus and in the blood of jesus because i understand my righteousness and my authority let's just bless the name of the lord this morning let's just lift him up welcome to coffee and conversations with lakeisha that was uh ezekiah walker i was almost lost <laughs> and i'm just telling you faithful is our god god is a faithful god god is a just god god is a merciful god god is a loving god and sometimes you just got to take a stance something has to rise up in you and you just got to take a stance and you just got to make a decision you know what today i'm cutting you off enemy today you no longer get to have a uh, residence in my mind you don't get to have residence in my home you're not going to get to continue to talk trash to me you're not going to continue to have me oppressed and depressed you're not going to continue to do that it ends today you're not you're not you're not going to be in my kids today my kids gonna go to school they're gonna act right my husband and i gonna be in love today i'm gonna walk in the fullness and the authority in jesus name my god you've got to make a decision sometimes you just got to make a decision sometimes we too passive with the enemy and when we're that passive with him he'll just continue to act in his own little way and do his own little thing and we lay around with a fatalistic attitude like well i guess this is what the lord meant for me no this is not what the lord meant for you because his word says something completely and totally different about you and if the, if his word says something completely and totally different about you then why would you accept anything than the best of what god has said about you you and so you gotta check the devil you gotta check the devil i think i talked about that you wouldn't let nobody run, run up in your house you sitting on the couch somebody breaking <laughs> breaking into your house and you just sitting there looking at them you wouldn't do that like you just sit i'm just sitting here in my living room now you're not just gonna sit there and look at them you're gonna scream you're gonna yell you if you especially if you got babies in the house you're gonna call the police you're gonna be active you're gonna do something well you better start calling the police jesus is the police you better be calling on the holy spirit i'm not getting ready to sit let somebody run through this door and I'm just sitting there looking at him like oh okay you just came up in my house
house, you threaten it. My, you on my territory. Now your house is your territory. You're on my territory now. And if you're on my territory, you're not going to be on my territory, on my property acting like any kind of way, doing just any kind of thing, coming over. And I know some of y'all are like, I'm tired, I'm weary, I'm worn out, I get it. This your second win. This your second win today. The Lord is telling you, go on and get your second win. Take you a deep breath. Ask the Holy Spirit to be with you, to strengthen you with truth, and get your second win. And you fight him on your territory, not his territory. The most stupidest thing at all. I'll never forget this. I think I was in the fifth grade and some girls were trying to fight me. It was over something stupid. I can't remember. They was trying to cut my hair or something. It started with someone wanting to cut my hair and I wouldn't let them cut my hair in school. And so I rolled my skates up the box and I came back home. And I knew that if I got home because my aunt was at home, it was going to change the gauge of things. And so I didn't fight them on their territory. I didn't fight them out in the streets. I didn't deal with this circumstance or this situation. I waited until I got home and in my territory so the fight could become fair. And you better bring the enemy on your territory so the fight, come on now, so the fight becomes fair for you. And that fight is Jesus. You don't sit here and just let him come in and you and your husband arguing and fighting. Come on, Holy Spirit, fighting every day and arguing and every day and all this other stuff. And you just letting these arguments go on when you know what the word tells you to keep keep yourself and to stay in peace no you better declare and get up today and say absolutely not you know what today is the day there's going to be peace in my home today is the day there's going to be peace in my marriage today is the day that we're going to walk in the fullness of what God called to be called us to be as for me and my house we're going to serve the Lord and we're going to walk in the fullness you got to search yourself in your authority that comes in the name of Christ Jesus Period, period. If it ain't lining up, what does the word say about it? And get rambunctious in the word and start talking trash. You got to talk trash to the devil. I'm just telling you. You got to talk trash. You got to talk trash. You got to talk boldness. You got to talk scripture. You got to talk the word to him. He only punks you or gets at you like he gets at you because he know you won't fight. <laughs> he won't know you won't fight. And so he, he, if you know, he know you won't fight, then he won't. Second, a second win. A second win is a different than a second chance. A second win infuses you and strengthens you so that you can do what you need to do next. That, that you got to know that. I'm just serious. You got to, you got to know that you got to talk to him. You got to remind him of the promises of God over your life. You got to remind him of the prophetic word. You need your second win. See, if you are a runner, a second win gives you that last little bit so that you can push to the finish line. You need your second win. You need a second breath. You need where your lungs are at full capacity so you can press into the things of God. But don't let him sit in your house no longer. Don't let him sit in your house. Don't let him keep standing around in your house. Don't let him keep coming in your relationships. Don't let him keep playing mind games with you. You better cut him off at cut him off you trample you remind him he's under your feet and you assert yourself i don't care if you don't know but two three four five scriptures you better assert yourself and remind him of everything that the lord has told you trust in the lord with all your heart can i tell you something the scripture that says the perfect love and we're gonna pray and get in today the scripture that says the perfect love cast out all fear, right? What it's saying is the perfect love is going to give you the confidence. And the only way that you're going to get the perfect love is that you understand the love of your father. That love is going to give you a different confidence.
confidence, right? You're going to understand your authority. That's why you got to be planted. That's why you got to be in a relationship with him. That's why you got to stay connected to him so that you remind him when my, when Judah was cutting up in school and doing a few things, I laid my hands on him and I spoke authority and I took authority over that. My aunt reminded me, she said, you need to remember that there's an authority in Christ Jesus. That's your house. That's your child. He ain't going to be sitting up here acting. And I took authority over him when he was having nightmares at night. I took authority over him. I wasn't on the internet reading. Well, what is, what could this nightmare mean? No, something has come against my house. Something has come against my son and it doesn't line up with Jesus. And I laid my hands on him and I cursed it at the root and I commanded whatever it is that was trying to keep him from having sweet sleep because the enemy, the word tells me we get to have sweet rest, peace and sleep. And I said to the enemy, I said, this will be the last night you torment him. He's going to rest well. He's going to sleep well in Jesus name. I told Judah, I said, if you open up the door, if you watch something, if you saw something, you ain't had no business watching, we're going to repent. And then we're going to walk in the fullness of God. And we cursed it at its root. And that night my baby went to sleep and we ain't had no more problems. And anytime something looks like it's going to rise again, I assert myself in that authority. That is your household. That is your household. That household don't belong to the devil. That house don't belong to strife. That household don't belong to doubt. That household don't belong to fear. I'm not trying to shout you this morning. I'm trying to talk to you about your authority that's been given to you in Christ Jesus. You better understand your authority. You better know what you have authority over. You, you have every authority. You have the authority to determine that today is going to be a good day. You got to determine... I go through stuff all the day, all the time, but I make a decision every morning. Now this is going to be the best day of my life. Today is going to be the best day of my life. Today is going to be the day that I see every promise come to me. And I start declaring things. That's why I think God has us on the power of our words. And I just start declaring things out of my mouth according to the word of God. I'm not, I'm done with that. I used to be weak. I used to be feeble. I didn't understand what the word says. I didn't understand how I could assert myself in the word. I didn't really understand that my words had power of life and death. That's Proverbs 18, 21. We always talk about the death part and focus on that. Well, the same word, the, the same words that you have that produce death, I'm going to put a guard over my mouth, are the same words that produce life. So you got to get into a position where you speak in life to everything around you. I will not use death language anymore. I will not curse things anymore. I will not allow any kind of environment and any kind of spirit and any kind of thing to be in my household. I'm no longer going to allow these things to be in my relationship. That's what this whole week been about state planning. See, the enemy has been advancing on you because he knew you didn't know no better. He knew you didn't know no better. He knew you didn't understand what power and authority you had in the word. And because he knew you didn't understand you had that power and authority in the word, he kept pushing in. He kept bullying you. He kept tapping at you. He kept getting at your finances. He kept doing everything because he knew you would trust other things other than you trust the word. Get, get solid in that word and watch how he start acting. Get solid in that word and watch how he starts acting. Remind yourself what the word says about you. Remind yourself how beautiful you are. Remind yourself how brave you are. Remind yourself how strong you like a tree that's planted by the rivers of water. If you're like a tree that's planted by the rivers of water, how dare the enemy talk to you about anything else? You connected to the life source. You're connected to the life source and that life source is Jesus. 
that life source is Jesus. Ain't no way I'm finna keep letting him talk to me and tell me I'm gonna be broke or I can't have what I have or the dreams and the things that God has deposited in me. I'm just getting ready to let him keep stealing my dreams and stealing my peace and stealing my hell. Say hell to no, no to hell today. <laughs> say no to hell today. Get up out your house, get up out your bed. Don't become comfortable and routine. Get up and declare today. I'm talking about I don't care if hell is laying in the bed next to you. I don't care if hell is in one of your bedrooms. I don't care if hell been on your telephone. I don't care if hell been on your TV. Get up and say to, no to hell today. No, no, you're not doing this. I'm taking my stance. I'm taking the authority in Christ Jesus. And then just start pleading the blood. Take authority in the blood. Reminding him the blood. This is there's a blood covenant. Open your door. Put some oil on your door. Declare today that me and my house will serve the Lord. Walk through every room in your house. Declare peace. Walk through every room in your house. Declare healing. Walk through every room in your house. Declare health. Walk through every room in your house. Declare wealth. Walk through every room in your house. Declare love. Walk through every room in your house. Declare joy. Walk through every room in your house. Declare that th this is what it is. And take your stance today. You can't be planted right and not solid you can't be planted getting up every morning re on the devotional reading your word of God but the enemy keep coming in your house every day or the enemy keep coming in your finances set order if you done something you ain't got no business we've been talking about that for the last year and a half go on and repent Lord I forgive me if you ain't been tithing Lord forgive me right if you ain't been walking walking in love Lord forgive me if you're the hell in your house Lord forgive me and if you're in the hell in your house then deal with your own self but whatever you do get planted don't continue to be like this no it's time yes it's time to rise up you got to get some gumption about yourself and you some of you well I'm just not built you got to be built like this you got to be built like this. You might be quiet every other time. You might not say much any other time, but today you got to make a decision. I'm built like this. I got to be built like this. I got to be built for this. You got to be built. Some of y'all was rowdy, rowdy and bowdy, bowdy. If somebody was trying to take your man, you'd be built for this. You'll be calling her out in the streets. You better call the devil out in your own authority and rise up in the righteousness of who you are in Christ Jesus and make a decision today. No, I'm going to stay planted. I'm going to stay connected. I'm going to be in my word. I'm not going to move at the slightest inch of the enemy. I don't care what he's presenting to me. I don't care if I walk outside and my tire on flat. Oh, well, God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. I don't care if I wake up this morning and I don't feel good. Oh, well, God, oh, well, he was already bruised with my iniquities. He was chastised for my peace and by his stripes, I am healed. I don't care. I don't care that somebody calling you with some mess and with some junk and with some stuff. Oh, well, God is my perfect peace. He keeps me in perfect peace who keeps his mind stayed on him. I'm not going to no longer. I let thoughts exalt, exalt, be God. When you let thoughts take off, you're saying they're exalted and they're bigger than God. No, you were built. <laughs> yeah, you're going to, you go, you were built like this. You, you are built, you are built to speak the word of God. You are built to declare the word of God. You are built to make a presence. You are built to walk in your authority. So let's stop letting the enemy lie to you and pretend like you don't have authority in Christ Jesus. 
That's all he's been doing. That's all he's been doing. Let me read Psalms 90. I'll, I'll do that in a minute. That, that's all he's been doing. Let me read Psalms 1 in this part. We've been talking about Psalms 1. It said, whose leaf shall not wither. Brown, dead, withered leaves are a sign of death and dryness. The righteous man does not have the signs of death and dryness, right? You don't have a sign of death. Your leaves are green and alive. And the enemy is making you been making you think you're going to dry up. That you ain't got no prosperity coming to you. That you ain't got no peace coming to you. That you ain't got no joy. Whose leaves shall not wither. If you are planted, your leaves are not going to wither. So will you do me a favor? Will you stay in faith and stop looking to see if they're going to wither? The enemy that had you so sin conscious and so like it ain't gonna work this time like it ain't gonna make it no time you looking for the weak leaves to wither and god is saying your leaves can't wither baby you planted in me when you planted in the light source and you connected to the light source and you may not be perfect but you're doing all the things that and you're trying and you're pressing into the things of god and you're growing in grace and grace is sustaining you and you've entered into salvation and you made new commitments and you seeking after the kingdom of god all of that stuff is going to fall off of you. Well, what God, what the enemy will have us, thank you, Holy Spirit, is so paralyzed in fear, right? We're looking for leaves to wither. We're looking for things to go wrong. When we look for things to go wrong or we look for leaves to wither, then we don't expect God to do what he said he would do. And God is going to do what he said he would do. He's going to do it. He's going to do, he's going to do it, but you got to assert yourself. You got to take the, you got to take authority and you got to know what your authority is in Christ Jesus. And you got to have a resolve. That's what the state planted is. You got to have a resolve. You know what? This is it. This is what the word says to me. And when the enemy starts talking trash to you, just start reading the word. He who dwells in the secret place of the most high, Lakeisha, will find rest in the shadow of the almighty. God's going to give me rest. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place, and my safety. He is my God and I trust him. For he will rescue me from every trap and protect me from deadly disease. He will cover me with his feathers. He will shelter me with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do not be afraid of the terror at night, nor the arrow that flies in day. I will not dread disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though ten thousand are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished if you make the lord your refuge you make the most high your shelter and no evil will conquer you i don't care if the problem is your child if you've made the lord your most high and you've made the lord your shelter right then you better remind that child the lord is your shelter as well there is no situation there is no circumstance there is nothing coming at you there is nothing coming at you that God can't handle. The Lord says, I'll rescue those who love me. I'll protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I'll answer. I'll be with them in trouble. I'll rescue honor. I will reward them with a long life and give them salvation. That within itself, that, that book, that chapter within itself affirms me and lets me know no matter what's going on around me, no matter what circumstances is presented, no matter what situations are happening, no matter what if the enemy tries to lie and tell me I'm planted and because I'm planted, my leaves shall not wither. And because I'm planted, he's going to put 10,000 to flight. And because I'm planted, he's going to take care of this situation. And because he, because I'm planted, even my mistakes going to prosper. And because I'm planted, he's already gone before me. 
me. And because I'm planted, he's going to work this out on my behalf. The next part of that Psalm says, and whatever he does shall prosper. It's not like we magic. It says, whatever he does will prosper. It's not about, it's not magic, but if we are righteous, God is going to bring something good forth in every area of your life. Even your tough circumstances are not, are going to prosper. And if you want to check me over that, go over to Romans 8 and 28, when he says all things work for your good, all things are working for your, for your good. Even your worst circumstances and your worst situations are working out for your good. But the enemy been lying to you. If you're the ungodly, I can see you being worried. If you're the ungodly, I understand your worry. If you're in a situation where God is not your priority and where you're not planted, understand your worry. I understand. That's why we've been encouraged and the Holy Spirit has been telling us you need to live life by the spirit and not by the flesh. See, the flesh is what leaves the door open for worry. That's what the flesh does. That's the whole point of the flesh. The flesh wants you to take confidence in the flesh so that you can be in a position to worry. So you can be in a position of mistrust and you won't trust God, right? But the scripture tells us out of Isaiah 40, 28, 31, they that wait upon the Lord. Y'all know I can't scream yet. My voice ain't hundred percent yet. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount upon wings like eagles. They shall run and not get weary. They shall walk and not faint. And so because I'm planted and I'm waiting on God and I'm not moving out of turn and I'm not moving ahead of myself and I'm not doing things that I ain't got no business doing because I'm planted. God is moving and connecting and I will not wither. My leaves are not going to get withered. My harvest is going to come in. The seeds that I'm planted, planting are going to manifest. And the reason that it's going to happen this way is because why I'm planted, I'm planted. I'm connected to the life source. Let me tell you about trees that are planted. Let me give you the benefits of trees that are planted near streams of water. And this is real information. Every time a tree is planted by a, 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 a river of water, they shade and cool the air and the stream and the water. That's what they're known for. Their benefits to being planted by the liver, river of water. And if trees are actually planted by the river of water, then guess what else they do? They clean the soil, the water, the percolating, all of these chemicals. Trees are doing all of these things as well. They're being what they need to be as the in the environment. When you are planted like a tree by the river of water, you're in position and place to do everything that you need to do. God is going to give you the grace. He's going to give you the resources. Trees that are planted by a river of water keep flooding. They reduce the threat of flooding. Um, they keep storms. They keep winds from just blowing up topsoil. It's so much that happens and benefits the tree. And then guess what? The tree gets to be a benefit to its environment. So the fact that you plant it is going to make you effective. The fact that you are planted it's going to make you effective. You're going to mature. You're going to produce. Stop letting the enemy uproot you thinking you're not going to mature. You're going to produce. You're going to mature and you're going to produce. Psalms 21, 27 and 1 says, unless the Lord builds a house, the work of the builder is wasted. When we are a planted tree, the Lord is building your house. The Lord is building your house and it takes time. It looks different. The foundation looks different when the Lord builds your house. Matthew 7 and 21 says, anyone who listens to my teachings 
and follows it is wise like a person who builds a, a, a house on a solid rock. And if you go to 7 to 25, Jesus says, well, if you don't listen to my teachings, then your foundation is shaky, right? There is no way that you're planted and have a shaky foundation and you not be a producer. That's just been the enemy, the lie the enemy has told you. And if he knows that you don't understand your spiritual truth and you don't understand who you are, right? And you don't understand who you are, then you won't. When you're planted, yes, you're refreshing. You're going to, your, your branches and things that are spread out, right? Those are going to protect the soil from being out of place. There's so much about a tree that's planted. You're going to give breath life to everything that you're that you touch. Why? Because you're a tree. You're going to be a life source. That's why I tell you all the time. Anytime I run into people who are, um, in Christ and they're not happy and they're not joyous and they're, I know they're not planted. They don't really know what the word has said to them about them and in their situation. And so today I'm just going to admonish you, stay planted, stay connected. Don't let nothing uproot you. Don't let nothing pull you into sin. Don't let you not, nothing pull you out of the glory and the grace of God. Stay planted, stay focused on this word. When the enemy tries to get you thinking, remind yourself, I will not take, I will only think pure, lovely, and good thoughts. I'm not going to think anything that's going to have me or exalt against God. I'm not going to allow you to put any thoughts in my head. When those thoughts started coming in and they're weary and they're worrisome and they overwhelm and they consume it, arrest the thought and say, absolutely not. I'm planted. And this is what my word says. I'm planted and I'm going to have a harvest. I'm planted. I'm the righteousness. I'm planted. My leaves won't wither. And I'm not going to be looking around for something wrong to manifest today. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be looking around for God to bless me today, for miracle signs and wonders to be a part of my life. I'm going to look for my kids to act right today. I'm going to look for my marriage to be right today. I'm going to look for my finances to be in alignment with the word today. And the reason that I'm going to look for that to manifest the way that it needs to manifest is because I'm planted. I'm planted. I'm planted by the rivers of water. I'm planted in God. I'm not taking ungodly counsel. I'm not blowing away with any kind of doctrine. I'm not moving into just any kind of thing. No, I'm solid. I'm solid because the word is solid. Remember, I'm chewing and I'm chewing on the word. I'm getting the nutrients and the benefits out the word so I can grow in grace and grow in the things of Christ. Why? Because I'm planted. That that's big for me. That was affirmation for me today. When I started studying just whose leaf shall not wither, brown dead wither leaves are a sign of death and dryness. So if there's death and dryness in any area of your life, it's a sign that you're not planted and connected. It's a sign that that relationship is not planted and connected. So how do I get a refreshing in my relationships? And how do I get a refreshing in my finances? And how do I get a refreshing in my health? Well, I got to be planted in the word of God because the, the next part of that tells me whatever he or she does, it shall prosper. My God, it shall prosper. I am a living testimony that all things work for your good. And if you are not the ungodly, then you should be experiencing the benefits of the godly. That's why you got to know what your words say. That's why you got to know what the word says about you. That's why you got to understand Psalms 91 is a part of your benefit package. That's why you got to understand 
God's faithfulness to you and that his faithfulness is not predicated on whether you're good or bad. I think the, some of the worst mistakes that our parents did was put us in a position and, and tell us, well, I'm not going to bless you because you were cutting up today. And I'm not saying you can't reward, you should not not reward your kids or discipline your kids. But if we only thought we were only going to get blessed based on good or bad, then we come into the same thought process in the kingdom thinking, you know what? We're only going to give, God is only going to bless me if I'm good or bad. He said, I reign on the just and the unjust. He said, I reign on the just and I, I'm going to extend mercy and grace to who I feel like extending mercy and grace to. Don't nobody tell me who to extend mercy and grace to. I get to extend grace. I get to extend mercy. I'm the God. I get to bless you and make a decision that I might just bless you today. Anyhow, whether you prove to be worth that blessing or not, <laughs> whether you prove, prove to be worth that blessing or not. So that's why you got to stay planted because your leaves not going with it. So when things are trying to pluck you up and things are trying to pull you away from God and things are trying to tell you it don't take all that. No, you need to remind him what the word says. You need to understand your righteousness and say, you know what? Mm-mm. I'm planted in the word of God. And this is what the word says. me. You take and cast down every thought every wicked imagination, everything that exalts itself against God. And remember when I use, gave you the definition for exalt, exalt means anything that is above God, anything that's acting like anything that's acting like a God, anything that's trying to position itself in God, anything that's stinking negative thinking, any of those things that are trying to position itself before God, you are minded. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. No, no, this ain't, mm-mm. this ain't like God. God is a God of love. God is a God of joy. God is a God of peace. God is a God of forgiveness. God is not a condemning God. Romans reminds us there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. If the enemy keeps trying to beat you up about things in your past, that is not conviction. You remind him and say, no, that is not from God. God is a loving, correcting God. He will correct you, right? He does discipline. The judgment of God may come in, but the great Grace, mercy, and peace of God supersedes that. And his name is Jesus. And his name is Jesus. It supersedes that. And his name is Jesus. Jesus came and did all of that for you. And if you didn't understand who he was, and if you've never accepted him as Lord and Savior, or you forgot all about that, here's the time where you can renew yourself and say, you know what? Let me renew my mind right now. Let me just ask you, Father, to forgive me for any sin that I've committed against you or anyone else. Let me acknowledge you as Lord and Savior in my life, Father God. And then let me get baptized and connect to a a local church so that I can be discipled. It's important for you to be properly discipled so that you understand who you are. Who is the King of glory? It's the Lord strong and mighty. Well, that's it for today. I think that's enough for you to chew on. Remind yourself, I'm planted. Stay planted. Stay planted. When the thoughts are trying to come in to get you to uproot and move outside the word of God. No, I'm going to be planted in this word today. I'm not. I'm going to be. I'm going to be strengthened in this word today. I'm not, I'm going to not listen to a whole lot of other junk. I'm not going to be focused on a whole lot of mess. As a matter of fact, if you're trying to manifest something and what I mean by manifest is see the blessing of God, anytime something rise and come to you that is outside that you got to be like, "Mm -mm, I'm manifesting. I'm not being pulled into gossip. I'm not being pulled into strife. I'm not being pulled out into doubt. I'm not being full in fear. I'm manifesting. 
I'm manifest. I need to see God do something in my relationships. I need to see God do something in my children. I need to see God do something in my finances. I need to see God do something in my ministry. No, 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 no. That does not align with the word of God. I'm not, I'm not getting caught up in that today. I'm going to stay planted. And this is what the word says. This is the day that the Lord has made and I shall rejoice and be glad in it. You, I told one of my friends when she goes to work, I said, when they start just talking crazy, just start thanking Jesus. Just start thanking Jesus. Just start saying, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And she said somebody came up to her with some gossip or with some mess. And she just started saying, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And you know what it made the lady do? She paused. She got quiet. And she walked on with that mess. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Why? Because Psalms has told me I'm planted. I'm planted by the rivers of water and I am not accepting anything less than my life. Peace come to my life today. Joy come to my life today. Strength come to my life today. Love come to my life today. Holy Spirit, I need you to guide my words. God, I've already said that this mouth belongs to you. My mouth don't belong to nobody else. My mouth belongs to God. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Strengthen me, Lord God. You are my redeemer. Mm-mm. I'm not doing anything else but this word today. I'm staying planted. When um, strife tries to come at you and pick a fight, nope, the joy of the Lord is my strength. I'm not letting anything pull me into this today. I'm staying planted. When weary and worry try to come in, because they usually are twins, when weary and worry try to come in and get you worried, you're going to say, nope, I'm going to trust in the Lord with all my heart. I'm going to lean not into my own understanding and all my ways I'm going to acknowledge him and he's going to direct my path. I'm manifesting. I'm believing God for something. I'm trusting God. God told me if I stayed planted, then there, might, there was a reward for in my righteousness. There was a reward for staying planted. I was going to be able to request a thing and he was going to answer. So I'm not getting ready to get pulled. When I'm feeling worn out and tired and my mouth want to cause me to sin, I'm going to go to Isaiah and I'm saying, nope, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount upon wings like eagles. They shall run and not get weary and they shall walk and not faint. So I I will not make a false move. I'm not going to move ahead of myself. Why? Because I'm going to stay planted. I'm going to stay planted in the things of God. I'm going to stay planted in the word of God. I'm going to trust God with this circumstance. I'm going to trust God with this situation. When the enemy tries to present like he's so big and bad and he got your health, you're going to say, absolutely not. God, Jesus was already bruised for my iniquities. He was already chastised for my peace. And by his stripes, I'm healing and I'm walking in total health. I'm going to stay planted. I'm going to stay planted. I'm going to stay planted. I need to see you do something in my life. I'm going to stay planted. When I'm, I can't feel the favor of God. I'm going to remind myself, God favors me, right? God favors me. When it looks like somebody at work is doing something, they ain't got no business. The scripture tells me the heart of Kings are in God's hand. So I'm going to remind myself, no, the heart of Kings are in God's hand and God's favor goes before me, right? God favors me. He favored Esther before the King. He's going to favor Lakeisha before the King. I'm going to stay planted. <laughs> That's it. I'm going to stay planted. I'm going to, no, that's it. I'm going to stay planted. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay planted. I'm going to stay focused and I'm going to stay planted. And I'm, that's why you don't have time when you've been wounded and when the enemy come in, you can't be grappling for other things. You can't be getting your advice and everything that you need from other people. You got to get what you need with the word. You need to see the manifestation of what God is saying. I'm walking in divine faith. You got to stay planted. No, God 
favors me. The angels go before me, right? No, you, when your money looking funny, I'm not. The Lord said, already told me in my word. One, he told me he will rebuke the devourer for my sake. I'm a tither. I'm a covenant person. You already told me I'm rebuking the devourer. You will rebuke the devourer for my sake. I'm a tither. There are covenant privileges in tithing. So Lord God, nope. If my tire busts, that's the devourer. Thank you for rebuking the devourer for my sake. Thank you for taking care of that daddy for me. That's how you got to start talking to him. If it is a situation where it's, I've been giving and it looks like nothing is returned. Luke 6 and 38 becomes my scripture and my story. No, you said given it shall be given unto me. Press down, shaking together, runneth over. Shall men and women, women give into my bosom. I dispatch and release my angels to go get my harvest now in Jesus name. I expect a return on every seed in the name of Jesus. And I'm not going to curse it and plug it up. I got to stay planted. I got to stay planted. I got to stay planted. I got to know that and know that I 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 know. And if I'm not in align with the word of God, then I need to figure out what the word says. And I need to center myself on the word. If you're struggling with mind battles, this is what you, you don't need nothing else. You need this right now. You don't need no extra TV shows. You need this. If you're watching TV, it should be something uplifting the name of the Lord. You need to be listen, listening. You're going to grow in faith by being in the word. That, that's what it says that I'm hearing. I'm meditating. The first part of Psalms 1 said meditate on the law day and night. Well, if I'm not planted and I'm shaky, guess what's going to get me planted? Meditating on the word day and night meditating on the word day and night. You got to stay planted. You got to stay planted. Father, we thank you for your word. Let's just bless his name for a minute. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for an encouraging word, a refreshing and an uplifting word, reminding us there's power in your word and there's power in Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for your grace and your mercy and your love. And even when we don't get it right, Lord God, that you got it right, that Jesus got it right. So we take the the pressure off of us today. My God, we cast cast every care, every weight, every sin, every sickness, every moment. Father, we're not going to even focus on what happened yesterday. For you said you give us brand new mercies and brand new days. And we thank you for the brand new mercies and a brand new day. We thank you for a fresh anointing, one that's destroying yokes, a bondage of sickness and disease, of old mindsets, Lord God, of things that do not align with your word. We thank you for a refreshing today. We thank you for a refreshing today. Father God, I thank you. She eta kaya ro o no. She araba eta ya keyoro o she ena maya ra yera kiara kaya ro no yoro o she eta baba keyara no yoro o she eta yera ayara eta yara kaya I thank you, Lord God, that you hear the prayers of your people today. I thank you that you hear the prayers of your people today. Lord God, you are refreshing them. You are restricting them, Lord God, that they are walking with you in the cool of the day. And we thank you for Jesus. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you for refreshing us. 
Thank you for renewing us. Thank you for restoring us, Lord God. Thank you, Father God, for restoring us, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Glory to God, 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 glory to God. Who is the King of glory? It is the Lord strong and mighty. And we thank you for being strong and mighty in our life. Come like a rushing wind. We thank you for the refreshing. My God, my God, my God, my God. We thank you for the refreshing. 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 In Jesus' name. I promise you, every time I hear the word refreshing, I feel the wind blowing. I feel the wind blowing. I feel it blowing. I thank you for the refreshing. My God, we thank you. Thank you, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for grace. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for love. Thank you for peace. Thank you for joy. Thank you for self-control. Let me just say this to you, and then we're going to get out of here. Whatever you don't have the capacity for, ask the Holy Spirit for help. Whatever you don't have, you don't have to do this by yourself. When there are things that I am struggling with, I just simply say, Holy Spirit, help me. When God is talking to me about writing and when my schedule, somebody asked me the other day, like, how do you manage it all? I'm like, because God keeps me balanced and what I don't have the capacity for. I always say, Holy Spirit, I need you. I, I need you. I need you to write for me. I need you to give me wisdom. I need you to help me in this relationship. I need you to help my mind. I can't do this. I don't have the capacity. I don't have the strength. I don't have the wherewithal. And when I start asking the Holy Spirit to help me, guess what he does? He is faithful and just to help. He is faithful and just to help. He is faithful and just to help. He helps me. But he also helps me because I get out of his way, <laughs> because I get out of his way, because I admit I don't have the right words. I don't know what to pray. I don't know what to say in this situation. I don't know what to do about this situation. I don't have capacity for this situation. And as soon as I ask him to help me, as soon as I ask him to help me and I move out the way, guess what? He gives me wisdom. He gives me discernment and he begins to help me. Show me the job that I need. Show me the places I need to be connected to. Show me the relationship. And then I just pause and wait on him. And he gives me the answer and he gives me the wisdom I need. But I have to invite him. I have to invoke him. I have to call him in. You don't have to do stuff by yourself. You don't have to be. That's pride. Pride tells you to keep trying stuff in your own strength. Pride tells you to keep trying to do that on your own, but the Holy Spirit will come in and say, absolutely not. Yeah, I need you. I need you to, and then wait on him, get quiet and wait on him. My God, what a word from the Lord today. What a word from the Lord today. He told me, he said, I need you to let me do this today. I hope he is pleased. I hope he is pleased. Father, if there's anything else that I need to say to your people today, give me clarity. Give me clarity. Now let me speak it to your people. Just ask the Holy Spirit to help you. 
Ask him, call on him, lean not into your own understanding, acknowledge him in all your ways. Pick up the red phone. Daddy, I need your help. If your marriage has been funky for a while, daddy, I need your help. Holy Spirit, help me. If you haven't been able to get it right with your kids, daddy, I need your help. Holy Spirit, help me. Right. If your kids are acting up, daddy, I need your help because evidently whatever you've been doing on your own ain't working. <laughs> so ask the Holy Spirit to help and then pause and wait on him. He'll do exactly what he needs to do. Well, I love y'all so much. We getting out of here. I'll see y'all in the morning. Y'all uplift me today. Y'all uplift me. Y'all pray for me. Y'all pray for my strength. Y'all pray for grace and mercy and tell the Lord to love on me. Ask the Lord to bless me today. Say, Lord, bless Lakeisha today. Bless her. Bless her strong. Today is kind of my day that I take off and rest. Pray that I actually chill out and rest and do something for myself. It's hard for me to do stuff for myself sometimes. So just pray and lift me up. Lift this ministry up. Lift each other up. Connect to each other. Lift each other up. If you did not see ladies Bible study last night and you're a lady, you need to go see the Bible study. You need to go see the Bible study. You need to go see the Bible study. Go watch it today. Um, I love y'all so much. I'll see y'all back here in the morning. Grace and peace be unto you. May grace and peace be unto you. My God, may it be multiplied unto you. May the, my God, may grace and peace be multiplied unto you in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.